Hello, movie friends. Welcome to There Will Be Movie Reviews podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Holmes. And today, with me, I have the great Arshak. Arshak, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Hello, everyone. Uh, it's an honor to truly be on this podcast. You know, I've been, you know, I, I tried, uh, I was spamming, you know, the comments and the DMs, you know, begging to get on the show. And I finally got on the show and uh, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be on. And we're talking about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. That, so, uh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Um, probably it's this uh, original trilogy kind of branched out the superhero universe and got it uh, more serious. You know, you could uh, argue that maybe, say, the original Batman from 1989 started that or X-Men or maybe even Blade. But, you know, this had the most uh, biggest box office success with Spider-Man 1. So I think that's why we're going to be talking about these three uh, great movies. And but yeah, so we'll go into a little bit uh, deeper introduction into that. But before we start, we're going to start off with the movie news. So, Marvel Studios, speaking of uh, Marvel movies, Marvel Studios has announced uh, the release dates for its next 10 movies uh, this Monday, laying out a menu geared at satisfying superhero fans, uh, pent-up demand well into 2023. So, first off, we have Black Widow uh, for July 9th this uh, year, then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, September 3rd, Eternals, which is coming in, uh, November 5th, Spider-Man No Way Home, I am, which I'm so excited for, uh, December 17th. Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse of Madness is March 20, uh, 5th, 2022. Thor Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. Black Panda Black Wakanda Forever, uh, which will be July 8th, 2022. The Marvels, November 11th, 2022. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which is February 17th, 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume uh, 3, which is May 5th, 2023, and Fantastic Four, which is to be determined. Um, Arshak, what are you most excited for out of those 10? Uh, I mean, the top three has to be, you know, Doctor Strange, uh, Spider-Man 3, and of course, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for Spider-Man No Way Home. That's going to be great because bringing back the old guys, you know, they got Yeah. Jamie Foxx as Electro, and yeah. rumored to be uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be awesome! But yeah, I'm uh, I'm very excited for that. But oh yeah, that uh, I guess we'll end it there with the news for today. But let's just get right into it. So, first movie on the list is Spider Man, uh, which came out in 2002. Sam Raimi's Spider Man. So this stars Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst. James Franco, Willem Dafoe, Rosemary Harris, J.K. Simmons, Cliff Robertson, and Joe Mangelino. And this film was directed by Sam Raimi and written by David Coep. And it was nominated for two Oscars, including Best Sound and Visual Effects. So, let's get right into this. Uh, this film, you know, they have they kind of had a controversial uh, casting decision by casting Tobey Maguire. So, how do you like... Uh, Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. We'll, we'll start uh, off there. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think uh, I think it's, it's pretty damn good, you know? He's probably my favorite live-action Spider-Man so far. Oh, yeah? Uh, you know, yeah. I have a little bit of d- debate there because I think, personally, 
my uh, idea or like look at these three movies, I love them, but the one flaw I think is Toby Maguire. To me, he seems, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of, you know, got the childish baby face. And as said by James Franco uh, during uh, filming, he called, he said he was a frog like uh, man because he, he had frog like features, which I always thought was pretty funny. But, you know, personally, I, I think Tom Holland in my mind is the best. Just because he's also younger. When they filmed this, Tobey Maguire was 27 years yeah. old. So that's another uh, thing that kind of sets me off for that. But, you know, he's also another thing. Some of the acting isn't always the greatest. There, there's a couple scenes in the beginning where he's, um, you know, like MJ's about to, like, kiss him. And he just, like, for some reason, like, flutters his eyes all weird. and looks like a creepy pedophile in, that, in, in it. But, like, that's just my my point of view for that yeah but yeah it, there's a there, yeah you can you can debate it too but uh it starts off the film what i really love is um the intros if you watch the intros they're like right. uh big and, and so whereas you know they just have the title and like the producers and who stars in the movie and then that's it but this has this big sequence with the song and visual effects yeah. all around which really sets you in the mood for the film and how do you feel about how do you like that? Because I, I personally love that part of the Yeah, movie. the intros are great. It's just my one flaw with them is that they're a little too long. Yeah. It takes a little bit. It's the same problem I have with the uh Batman 89 intro. That goes on for a for for you know a little long, you know. It, like it, it's like zooming around the bat logo for a while, you know. It's like it's like let's get to the actual movie, right? But but no, they yeah. they look great. They look great. Yeah. The difference, yeah, I, yeah, totally agree. They they are a little bit long. I, I do, you know, the score is great too. They got Danny Elfman yeah. for the first one. They changed it uh, for the second and third, but it, it was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it starts off with Peter, uh, you know, having his little narration uh, yeah. saying, who am I? Uh, just, uh, that's me, the guy following the bus. But <laughs> the difference, the thing that I always found hilarious is, Peter Parker's a fucking loser in this movie. Oh, yeah. He, he oh, yeah. is, like, nobody likes him. Even nerds hate him. Like, there's a nerd girl yeah. that won't even let right, him sit yeah, beside him. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, this guy's, like, got no friends. Even the bus driver is, like... <laughs> the bus driver laughs when uh, he's trying to catch up to the bus. Yeah, he won't even... He's not even, like, allowed to sit beside, like, the the like the fat guy eating the, yeah, eating no the donut. Wants like, no <laughs> nobody wants him. Yeah, I mean... It, for some reason, uh, Harry's also his friend, though, even though Harry's like this, like, yeah. you know, rich, snobby guy, and that's his best friend in the it's movie. It's also, with, um, with Harry, it's also, they sort of make it out that uh, Harry is also kind of like a loser a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. I know, yeah. Uh, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, totally. It, it's because he, yeah, he, those two kind of have their own relationship together, yeah. whereas, like, everyone else is just, like, you know, screw Peter Parker and Harry yeah. Osborne. They're losers and <laughs> for no yeah. reason. But um, I, I also, I, I also, another thing about this film is I think the villain is really good. Oh, um, he's great. Uh, Willem Dafoe playing uh, Norman Osborn. Uh, the thing I love is uh, the transformation scenes. I, I always love those. Like I, I've got like a little, uh, you know, I, I, I love those in any film, you know, when mm -hmm. you see like a character transform into someone right. else. And so... When he's uh, has that transformation, it's so cool and and, neat. Yeah. and another thing that's about that character, um, Willem, Willem Dafoe plays is Green Goblin. 
he actually looks like a goblin. Like his he's he a looks like features. a goblin. Yeah, he does. Yeah, scary and, looking guy. I know. Yeah, he he's a weird looking guy, and he's got the another thing they did. They actually put prosthetic teeth uh, really? in his mouth for some reason. Yeah. Well, or, you know, Willem Dafoe. He has the he's like kind of the infamous gap tooth. Right. Know? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Whereas in this, they actually closed his teeth together, which I was like, uh, I guess he may be that like, you know, because he's also a very wealthy man in this too. Right. So yeah, you know, yeah. want to get that perfect yeah. look. I mean, Willem Dafoe is a wealth, wealthy man as well, but he hasn't fixed that. Or <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I found funny about this just quickly before we move on to next topic, but is the teacher is also so weird. The guy at the yeah. beginning of the film, he's like this quiet, the way he speaks to the students is like, if I see you talking to another person again, you will not be going to the next segment or whatever he's saying. I don't yeah, know what it was. But he's... Them or whatever. But it's like, yeah, he gives us this very strange vibe. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a, a little psychotic vibe. You know? Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, it's like, so also, he, he 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 looks like the same age as the students. Uh, and that's what I would say. It's too. pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's kind of an aspect of these films is that they're very, very, they're very, very corny and uh, cheesy, but they're a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. They're, no yeah. matter what, you're always having a great time watching yeah. uh, the this trilogy. Um, but if we want to move on, we can move on to uh, Spider-Man's transformation and his character. Right. Uh, development too within this first one because it's uh, that's a pretty big important uh, part of this film is it's mainly just the birth of Spider-Man and how he's created and how he's able to uh, you know control his responsibilities and I think that's executed very well in this film yeah. uh, because you know they use that uh, idea of that comparison Uncle Ben Uncle Ben uses the comparison you know how he's a teenager so he's going through changes whereas Peter's actually going through uh, a separate amount of changes becoming yeah. Spider-Man and dealing with these new responsibilities. And so it's almost like Uncle Ben knows kind of that what he's dealing with. But, uh, you know, and that's why he says the quote, with great power comes great resp right. responsibility. The famous quote that everyone knows. Of Iconic. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you feel about that infamous quote? Like, how do you like it? Uh, it's It's great. I mean... I, I, I highly doubt you can find a person on the planet. Who says, I don't like that line. I don't like it. You know, it's yeah. just too iconic. It's, it's, it's it great. Is. You know? It is. Yeah. Like Cliff Robertson, who uh, plays Uncle Ben, he, he does a great job at being that is, mentor yeah, for uh, mentor for Peter. Um, and it's too bad. And I think the death of Uncle Ben, you know, causes him to, um, you know, take justice into the world and become a responsible uh, superhero or guardian over these uh, civilians of New York City. And that's what, uh, you know, and they, they do do a great job at that because it happens pretty quickly in the film. It happens around like half an hour into the film already and he's dead and then he's Spider-Man. Um, Uncle Ben dies and then, he, yeah, and then he becomes Spider-Man and then he has to deal with, uh, and then he has to deal with the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next question. How do you like uh, Mary Jane Watson? How do you feel about her? No, uh, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of people who don't like Mary Jane in these movies, and I and I understand. But I, to be fair, okay, this is kind of talking about the other movies, but I think she only ever starts being annoying in the third movie. In yeah. the third movie, she's she's pretty horrible. But in these first two, I think she's fine. I think when people overreact when they're like, "Oh, she's so she's horrible. I, I hate watching it," you know, it's like it's like maybe calm down a little. It's not that bad. 
Yeah, I think, well, the reason I, I personally am not a fan, but I think the reason is because I, you know, uh, enjoy uh, Gwen Stacy's character in The Amazing oh, Spider-Man, yeah. those two it, ones, yeah. uh, uh, you know, um, what's her name, uh, Emma Stone, who plays yeah. her in, uh, with Andrew Garfield, and I, I think they're, they're also a great duo together, too, they have really, really good chemistry, whereas in these two, Toby McGuire, yeah, it's, it's not the greatest chemistry, yeah. you know? They don't yeah. have similarities, whereas Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, they're both, like, their characters are both nerdy, and they're they're kind of, um, they're, yeah. yeah, they're really, really smart, and they're kind of on the edge, and which is, you know, what you can understand. And also, at the time, they were dating, too, yeah, yeah. so you can see why their yeah. chemistry might yeah, be Yeah, the better. relationship between uh, Gwen and Peter was one of the few redeeming qualities of those movies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, and that you you don't have much. That that's but, yeah, that's for another podcast to talk yeah, about those two. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> totally. But um, yeah, they really are awkward. Uh, Peter and Mary Jane. No, it's like it, it's very it's very strange. it's also weird. You know, everyone hates Peter, other than Mary Jane. <laughs> it's just it's it's kind of odd. You know, it's kind of I mean they were neighbors, you know, childhood friends probably, but but you know it's still I don't know it's just kind of weird how she's the only one other than Harry who's also a loser, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's a lot of I, there is quite a bit of flaw. There is a few flaws in this trilogy. We can talk about those because we can talk about those when we get to the third one because oh yeah, it's crazy there. But um, <laughs> another funny thing I, I I noticed is Spider Man's also homophobic in this film too. Oh, of course, <laughs> the infamous, the infamous yeah. line. <laughs> He's, what does he say? Did your uh, did your husband your make husband, that for you? That's a cute outfit. Did your husband make it for you? I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I guess it is a little homophobic, but I don't know. It's just, it's just a funny line. You know? <laughs> it's funny, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's also at the time. It's like yeah, it's course, different yeah. times too. So yeah. yeah, but you can understand that. Um, it also, yeah, this this film does actually have quite you know early two thousands vibes. Oh yeah. They got the, um, you know, even like the logo for it is of Spider Man just feels uh, very very retro to that time. And um, the aesthetic of New York City is very, you can just, you feel you're yeah. like you're in there, which is a great job that Sam Raimi does. Um, you know, how do you like, so my next question, how do you like the fight scenes in these movies? Because there's quite a few, actually. There's oh, yeah. the final one I can think of. There's, uh, uh, no, it's like, uh, first it's uh, at the parade, right? Yeah. Uh, Peter and Green Goblin. Then it's uh, the bridge fight, which leads into the final fight, like the abandoned warehouse. Yes, those yeah, those yeah. ones are good. And also in the there's a sequence, a very short one where there's a burning uh, building, and then right, Spider-Man yeah. goes in and has just a little and, confrontation yeah, yeah, yeah. with the uh, Green Goblin. Yeah, the final they, fight. Yeah, is so good. It's so good, and the first one is really great. That yeah, that's what I I do enjoy the fight sequences because the CGI has it, it's aged okay. There are a few there are yeah. a few sequences where you see it's it's a little bit like a. Um, the Green Goblin, especially. Yeah, it's a yeah. little bit. Uh, what, what's the like? What's the term? It's a rubbery. Is like it's like yeah. very their yeah. their motion isn't doesn't isn't always right and correct, yeah. but it still looks great because oh, yeah. and it, it, there's great fight sequences. It it is a great movie to um begin with. Very very simple and easy to understand, and you know you you can appreciate it no matter what. Even you know as it's uh. As there's there is quite a bit of goofy flaws that happen, you know, um, yeah. that happen in this movie. But I do enjoy 
also the idea at the end of the film with uh, Mary Jane, where he feels where he kind of branches off and it kind of gives a cliffhanger onto the second film of how he can't be Spider-Man and uh, Peter Parker and be in love with Mary Jane because he yeah. needs to be able to protect the yeah. ones he loves and he can't do that while being Spider-Man. And that actually branches off to the second one uh, quite nicely. Yeah. Um, how do you like uh, James Franco's Harry Osborn? You know, he's, he's <laughs> with him as well as, you know, he's a little iffy. His acting is a little iffy in these movies, but, uh, but, but he's, he's, he's pretty good. I think, I think yeah. his development um, from, from, you know, going to, I think the conflict, this all fine, but the other movies have been, but the conflict where he thinks Spider-Man killed his father, but Peter could really easily just explain it off. It's like in the third movie, the butler, the butler easily explained it off. You know, the wounds came from, from uh, yeah. his glider and all that. And then immediately he's redeemed. So I don't know why Peter, whenever he's confronted with the whole, oh, you killed my father. He's really like, he, he doesn't give a straight answer. Like, you don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, it's just, just say it, man. Just say yeah. it. If you didn't kill him. Just explain it to him. <laughs> that, that would be over. But, yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and another character or scene that I, I enjoyed of the, the first Spider-Man is the confrontation how Norman Osborn has these two personalities, which yeah. is pretty interesting because he, he, he almost doesn't know. It's like that Jekyll and Hyde type of scenario where he's he's looking into the mirror and sees this evil uh, villain who wants to destroy Spider-Man and destroy Peter Parker. And whereas Norman Osborn is like, I don't want to hurt anyone, but then yeah. he's convinced and he's overruled by the goblin. Yeah. And, and that's pretty, that's a, I think, well, that's one thing just a little aspect of that film yeah. that I, I loved so much but um yeah it, it's uh yeah the it, it ends off very very well it ends off with the death of norman osborne sadly yeah. but um but yeah uh before we begin on to the second one if you don't have anything else to say i have a few facts but uh sure let's hear them all right so this one I thought was so interesting. So Hugh Jackman revealed that he was supposed to have a brief cameo as Wolverine. Uh, Jackman actually showed up in New York to film the scene, but the entire plan was scrapped and the crew couldn't get access to the Wolverine costume from uh, the 2000 X-Men uh, film. Yeah, I, I knew about that one, actually. And it's uh, oh. it's interesting because, uh, you know, the... <laughs> It's uh, it, it's really cool how there were, you know, even back then, 2002, they were trying to have this uh, big universe with all these characters, yeah. right? Um, it's sad that we didn't see it. Also, he was supposed to appear in, like, the parade scene. I don't know how yeah. he would have appeared. I don't know how he would have, you know, how <laughs> Wolverine there makes any sense. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I would have been fine with it. You know, seeing Wolverine and Spider-Man, that's great. You um, know, yeah. You know what I think they would have done? They would have done something similar to what they did in the in um x-men first class where they had the wolverine cameo where they they just would have seen him maybe like oh. walking around you know not not helping him out or fighting maybe you just see hugh jackman like uh it, it just like give like a little wave or like a, a little like how you do yeah, spider-man yeah, or something just like turns, that uh, turn uh, turn spider just gets a little wave and just runs yeah, off, off, off yeah <laughs> i mean if it was something like that then they wouldn't have needed the costume right he would oh, yeah, have probably like, done some fighting or something but if he did yeah, yeah. do some fighting then then the goblin would be done for yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, Wolverine, it's over. Oh, yeah, that'd be a sick combo, yeah. I yeah, know what you mean. yeah. So, um, 
At around 22 minutes, uh, the scene in which Peter Parker catches Mary Jane's lunch on the tray, I feel like you Practical. might know this one. Yeah. yeah. It involved no CGI with the help of sticky stu- substance to keep the tray planted on his hand. And eventually, after 156 takes, he performed the stunt exactly as seen. Is yeah, crazy. I can't imagine doing that so many Oof. times. You must be, you must get so frustrated by the end every single time that it doesn't work. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like you, oh, like it, it's a great effect. It's a great effect, but it like, is. Yeah, at that point, you might as well CGI it. I, I like, come on, like it's just. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, it's just a you know, I like the dedication and all that, but you just, just you know, CGI at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Another uh, little fun fact, which I found, I thought this was, it's not, it's not too much, but it's pretty interesting, is it was the first Marvel movie to showcase the Flipping Pages Marvel logo. I oh, thought really? that was, that's pretty cool, you know, like, because yeah. that's like the original, that's kind of significant in uh, yeah. the Marvel Universe, where you see those, you know, you hear the flipping of the pages, and yeah, uh, yeah I always thought, I thought that was pretty cool, but um, another thing is, they, this is the only film to incorporate the use of DC characters because in the there's a right. conversation and May you're not Superman yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is there, was also like in the lawsuit? second film yeah. yeah yeah in the second film uh J uh J George Jameson's uh guy like his right hand man or whatever he, yeah yeah when they're trying to come up with a name for Doc Ock he's like Doctor Strange and then J George Jameson like, oh that's taken we can't do that oh yeah so that's you know, you have the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness come now. Maybe you could tie that in with that. That would yeah. be really cool, you know? Who knows? Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah, I know. And also, they actually, when um, Peter Parker, he's trying to, trying to figure out how to work his uh, webbing on, on his wrist. He says the lines, uh, up, up, and away web, which is, right. uh, quote, Superman, up, up, and also, away. Also, he says Shazam. Shazam, yeah. The web, yeah. Captain Marvel or Shazam, yeah. yeah. Which And those were ad- ad-libbed by uh, Tobey Maguire. Um, and my final one, so um, David Fincher was asked to direct. So his oh. version would have told the origin story in the opening credits and would have been based on the night when Stacy died. So that would have been crazy. That would have know? been interesting. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's, you know, starting off with that story is a little, with the first movie, having that, I think that's a little too soon, you know. Uh, That that works as like a second or third movie type of story, having having Gwen die or or whatever, you know, having like the big love interest die, you know. It didn't work with the Amazing Spider-Man movies. But you know they were pretty incompetent at making those, so that explains. Yeah, you you know what I was. Yeah, what I was thinking about David Fincher is like because he's such a controversial director. I guess you could say. You know, like uh, Sam Raimi does a much more lighthearted. So I think that's what people were more needed because you know to start off and like introduce like this character like spider-man into this dark universe of david fincher i don't think it would have been the greatest yeah. if they had a few more films maybe he directed the amazing spider-man franchise i could have seen yeah, that, that, seen that work yeah. because it's you know you want to introduce that character lightly and slowly but like having yeah. david fincher would have been a little rough i think also um, james cameron was gonna direct I Spider-Man as well yeah too. yeah that's pretty cool um yeah but um all right to move on to the second one, Spider-Man Let's Two. Go. Uh, it is debatably the best Spider-Man out of the yeah. yeah it's great, guys. It, so I, good, man. This is yeah. I'm not gonna spoil. 
uh, we'll leave that for the end. We'll, where we'll decide. Of course, the, the rank. But yeah. this is a this is a great everyone film. already knows. Everyone Every, knows. Everyone loves this one. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. So this film again stars Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, James Franco, Alfred Molina, J.K. Simmons, and Rosemary Harris. It's directed by Sam Raimi, written by Alvin Sargent, uh, story by Alfred uh, Go, Miles Millar, and Michael Chebone. Uh, it won one Oscar for Best Visual Effects and nominated for Best Sound Editing and Sound Mixing. So obviously this film is a step up from the its predecessor. Yeah, um, basically every way. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, it's, it starts off the um, where you already see Spider-Man, he's going through some troubles, you know? He's, uh, he's uh, you know, late for his classes. He can't get the pizzas on time, the yeah. infamous quote, pizza time. Pizza uh, time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The iconic. Yeah. The iconic it, it is scene. iconic, yeah, it, it is. Um, and it's, um, yeah, you can you see his character, you know, actually dealing with the, you know, um, later struggles of how, what being Spider-Man is like. You know, you don't have a lot of time for, uh, to have, a, have a social life. You don't have to, you, you know, you're always tired. You're late for your classes. You're late for work you um you know he's dealing with struggles and you can yeah. agree with that and that's where i think people love this film so much because people can uh you know relate to um that character of spider-man and that's what spider-man's all about you know yeah. as said by stan lee he's he made him a character uh for people to relate to um and you know have you know spider-man has the same issues you know he uh you know he gets his uh the colors all mixed up with the when yeah. he's washing yeah, his clothes exactly. you know yeah. and, and that's like an everyday struggle that people have or like mess up yeah. mess up and and that's what he compares it to say superman you know how superman you know has no flaws no problems right. at all whereas spider-man is down to earth and they're all relatable and that's what yeah. i love about this one too which is it's relatable i, I don't know if you can agree but you, you can uh oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. The, the you know when stanley was making uh you know, went back before Spider-Man was was made and all that. Back then, teenage superheroes didn't when they did exist, they were just sidekicks. You know, like Robin, yeah. whatever, whatever. Uh, so so when Stanley made the main superhero of the comic, a teenager who has problems, money problems, girl problems, school problems, and all that, it's just it was a revolutionary idea. It's just it's just so great. I think that's the one thing that's missing from the uh, MCU movies that the relatable uh, relatable problems you know i don't see a lot of that in homecoming or far from home um and i hope we get more of that in the third movie you know there's just like like the washing machine accident and then the second one right like little moments like that makes it so good it's just just awesome yeah the thing yeah that's another problem with the spider-man or one of the differences between like the mcu spider-man franchise uh, with Tom Holland is, you know, he's also, these films are more personal and yeah. develop uh, Tobey Maguire's character a lot better because he's, whereas in Spider-Man Homecoming, he's already, you know, girls like him, like, you know, he's got yeah. he's got a great 12 that has a crush on him and wants to take yeah. him out on a date and he's got Ned, his friend, um, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a lot more social too uh, in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming and Far From Home. And Whereas in this one, he's it's he's a lot by himself. He's he's by himself quite a bit, and you see that happening with his powers as they start to yeah, go away. To lose them. And I think that's I, I thought that was just genius. It, it's such yeah. a genius move, and the idea that 
not only he's losing his powers uh, or his like men- mental state as just a regular person, but as a superhero too, he's he's losing his his uh, physical powers also. And yeah. I think that that's genius that uh, Sam Raimi did that. But um, but yeah, uh, we can discuss a little bit more uh, near the end. But let's talk about Doc Ock. Oh, let's Doc do it. Ock. Okay, so I. I, I love Doc Ock in this. I, yeah. I think he's better than, to me, I think he's better than um, Green Goblin. Uh, and for the sake being that, you know, he, they're very, very similar, you know, both yeah. having, dealing with like a, a tra- tragedy and a tragic accident. Both, you know, uh, are a mentor to Peter at times. Uh, they also, you know, they've all, yeah, they've been through it this uh they're also being manipulated by some other force. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah you got it right there. And um, I, I love the idea that he's he's being controlled by these by the arms, yeah. controlling his this, his emotions and how how he deals with things. And so, um, and that's what what's so great about this film too is you know he he's he doesn't really want to deal with Spider Man too much. He just yeah. wants to fulfill his creation but spider-man's yeah. getting in the way that's exactly. what's happening throughout this film yeah. um and another character that's big in this film is uh harry osborne and yeah. he's he's dealing with the death of his father and finding it and he knows that uh spider-man killed him or he, that's what he believes yeah and so yeah. it's harder for it's you can see james franco as a care he is having a struggle and Harry Osborn yeah. is having this big struggle, and even at the party, you know, he's slapping P- his yeah, best friend Peter, Peter Parkin. Yeah. And he's getting drunk, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, I think this is James Franco's best uh, out of the three. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. In Spider-Man Three, he just wasn't. Yeah, there. He's, he's done. He's done. Yeah. He was <laughs> he, there for the paycheck, you know. Yeah, just the money. Uh, you know, I'm done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean, but um, but yeah, you can you can talk about uh, if you want to go on and. Uh, talk about you know uh, Harry Osborn's character too, like um, or um, Mary Jane perhaps. I think she's another character that's yeah. Mary said, Jane was yeah. And in this film, I for some reason I just thought she was a jerk to Peter. She messes with his head. Like there's a scene where they're uh, after the party where she's at uh, her her dad's house or her or her yeah her house right beside um Aunt May's, and she is like manipulating him. She goes from flirting with him and then just all the, out of nowhere saying i'm seeing someone He's right like, oh i'm uh, yeah, yeah i like him a yeah. lot i love him and stuff like that and then saying yeah. like, um like asking like do you love me or something like that and then yeah. just being like oh no i'm gonna marry somebody else she just plays with his emotions maybe yeah. that's why yeah he's losing all his powers but like that um but yeah i'm just rambling on here but but i <laughs> I understand the uh, problems with Mary Jane in the second film with her being a kind of you know kind of a kind of an asshole to uh, Peter, but I know. you know it, I also understand to some extent why because you know whenever she has like her plays or whatever, Peter's always gone. Whenever they make any plans, Peter you know Peter isn't showing up. He's whenever she tries showing interest, like at the end of the first film, uh, Peter just rejects her. You know he just you know walks off. You know, he doesn't, from her point of view, Peter doesn't, uh, Peter is, is, is a strange guy. At one point, you know, he's like all, all down to hang out. You know, he's all flirty, flirty with her. And yeah, another mood he has is like, he's like, I'm good. You know, I can't, I can't do it. 
so, you know, to some extent, I kind of understand why she acts the way she does. But but still, it's a little overboard. Yeah. With, uh, with it, yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that I think brings this film into proportion and makes it that much better than, uh, say, the first one and the third one is it, it has the great finale and a great um, final scene where everyone, because it's that buildup of, you know, he's lost his powers. What is he going to do? You know, he's... And then finally that train scene where people are, you know, grabbing out to Spider-Man and supporting him. Yeah. And that's what he needs to finally get to be, you know, that's why why people need Spider-Man. And yeah. they realize that they actually need Spider-Man. And that's what's so great about this. And you, you need that uh, hero that people look up to. And um, Aunt May says it best when she's talking to Peter, uh, when they're selling their house or when they're moving out of, uh, of her house and yeah. she talks about the son how he or um the neighbor that how he wants you know he, they need spider-man and how he looks up as to this guy as a hero and she flat out basically almost yeah knows yeah exactly peter, she knows yeah that peter is a spider-man so she just explained she's saying um you know she's just telling him that we we need we need you and then that train scene where they're lifting him up over right. the and helping him down and you know they're welcoming welcoming him back and you just you're like oh man this is great yeah you know, it's, it's great. just a fun movie to watch and you know happy to see spider-man back and that's what you love about spider-man so much and probably one of my favorite scenes is uh before he decides to quit quit as spider-man you know he's having like the conversation with uncle ben in his head yeah that's that's so good you know it's oh, such man. a great moment I, I was I was thinking about that too. I love that scene where he says yeah. Spider-Man no more. And yeah, that, and then it cuts to the that. suit in the dumpster, you know, the, the iconic shots. It's, yeah, it's great. And it's a tribute to the uh, the, comic, the comic cover. Uh, yeah. Back uh called Spider-Man No More. That's yeah. what it's called. And I, I thought that was it was great it's, and that's yeah, a great it's great. Sentiment. And that scene with Uncle Ben where they're both like, you know, tears and e oh it's it, it's emotional yeah. it, it is it's a, yeah. it's a huge you know what i mean but um yeah. it's great um but yeah in, in the final scene with uh, any scene with doc ock is just so it's amazing yeah that's another thing the action is even better in this the action is great yeah yeah so the scene with um doc ock in the surgery room is just so good it's like gives off these horror vibes yeah. you know it's, it's it's genuinely scary I don't know if you uh, if you've seen any of the Evil Dead films that Sam Raimi directed in the '80s, but it's a tr it's yeah. very very his aesthetic. There's a film, yeah. Army of Darkness that he did with uh, Bruce Campbell, and there's it's it's very very similar to uh, the direct uh, the direction that he would do for yeah. those films that, that he did, and it's it, it um, and yeah, it's got that horror aesthetic too. You know, there's no sound, there's no music, just sounds, yeah. chainsaws, yeah. and like uh, just things flying everywhere People screaming yeah 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 uh, yeah it's great it, it's a great scene yeah but yeah um all right but before we move on uh some more fun facts about spider-man 2 of course but um toby mcguire's participation was in doubt at one point uh jake gyllenhaal was gonna be yeah you got it jake gyllenhaal yeah. was lined up to play spider-man and already began begun preparation but Maguire decided to take part after all. However, according to DVD commentary, the my back joke after Peter falls from the roof was purely coincidental as it was written to the script before Maguire's problem arose. How do you think that would have been 
if Jake uh Jake Gyllenhaal Spider Man. I can't see it. Oh man, I, I can't really see it. But 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 I mean, I, I'd have to see it, right? I have to see see what he'd do. But it, it's so weird how you you almost had Jake Gyllenhaal as Spider Man, uh, and then like fast forward like um ten years almost uh, a little over ten years, right? Uh, and you have him as Mysterio, yeah, and far from home. So yeah, it's pretty. The, the thing is, which is would be difficult to handle, is the difference. I mean, they did it with, uh, you know, Michael Keaton and uh, where they had Val Kilmer or George Clooney replace them. It's just I feel, you know, Tobey Maguire is such a uh, character actor, and his performance is very, very iconic. You know, it's not. Yeah. Um, he he has his own portrayal. That's the thing. So yeah, you can't it, replace it. Yeah, you can't replace it. Whereas Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, they play a similar role. You know, there's not too much of a difference in character, yeah. uh, play, them playing Bruce Wayne or even George Clooney, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think Tobey Maguire, you know, he's he's his character already. So Jake Gyllenhaal, though, I could I, I could see that. He looks like uh, Spider-Man. He does look a little bit like Toby, though. With he does eyes. also, yeah, yeah. He's got the, yeah. the big, you know, the baby face, like. Right, yeah. And so I could have seen it. I think I could have seen it. I, w I would like to see it, though. I would like to see that. It would, um, yeah, it would be. But, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with, like, the trilogy as it is now, though. I, right, yeah, of I'm course. I, I'm, I'm, I much more prefer Toby being in all three movies than being replaced, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it's untouchable. That's the thing. It, it's, it's like if Christian Bale was replaced in the second film and then uh, uh, in the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, it just, you can't do it. Even if it would have been a better actor or a better performance, it, it just, you can't do that, right? Yeah, so. same Yeah, same goes for like Hugh Jackman. In the right, yeah. I, I can't imagine. I don't know what they're going to do with Wolverine, but uh, I don't know. Whoever they get, I don't know. There's going to be a learning uh, curve yeah. with uh, people accepting them as. Uh, Wolverine because you know Hugh Jackman it's like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, or J.K. Simmons as uh, J. Jonah Jr. You know, <laughs> these iconic roles uh, you can't imagine anyone else as these yeah, guys you know totally. so yeah. yeah um so another cool thing fun fact um if you look closely at Peter's apartment you can see the picture he took of uh, Mary Jane just before he was bitten by the radioactive spider and it was supposed to represent the last moment of innocence in Peter's life before it changed forever, you know, and right. became Spider-Man, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, um, and also, Willem Dafoe was not originally supposed to return for this movie, but he was uh, walking back to his apartment one night and saw the cast and crew filming nearby. And so he stopped to the set and said hello, and the filmmakers were like, all right, well, we'll give this guy a man. Yeah. yeah, that's literally what they did. Um, Another cool, uh, another famous line is, uh, hey, he stole that guy's pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. great. It was originally yeah. Stan Lee uh, doing that cameo. Uh, oh, really? Where, uh, but they replaced it because there was a problem with the shot uh, and lighting, I think. And so they refilmed it. And then uh, Lee was given a, a different cameo to do. Um, but yeah. Um, and then last one. So if you... Um, the alley where Peter dumps his Spider-Man suit is actually supposed to be the same one where he kissed uh, MJ upside oh, down in the first film, which I thought cool. was uh, – Yeah, that is very pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so 
if we want anything else to say about Spider-Man 2? Uh, one one thing is uh, Go ahead. CGI. CGI still holds up in most scenes, you know. It, and and that's most uh, that, that's because um, you know there was a lot of practical effects in the the arms for mm -hmm. Doc Ock. They actually built those arms and have people like puppeteering them around. It's just so great. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it won Best Visual Effects at the Oscars, yeah. so, you know, you can't complain there. It was, yeah. it was awesome. All right, next, we will move on to Spider-Man Spider 3. 3. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this film is crazy. All right, I'll tell the oh, stars. Yeah. It is jam-packed with people in this film. So, Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, Thomas Hayden Church, Bryce Dallas Howard, Topher Grace, James Franco, Rosemary Harris, J.K. Simmons, James Cromwell, uh, are all in this film. And so it is directed by, again, Sam Raimi. This time it was written by Sam Raimi too and his brother Ivan Raimi. And then also um, uh, it was edited, uh, the script was edited by Alvin Sargent who also wrote uh, the first or the second one. Uh, so I got to talk about this crazy film. We got to uh, talk about it. <laughs> it is compared to its predecessors, uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, it's an entertaining film. I, I oh, can yeah. admit that. It like is if I, always if I fun to watch. To, yeah, if I had to rewatch any of these movies, it'd have to be with the third one. You know, it's just oh yeah, it's just so it's just so fun to watch. You know, it's just you never get bored. You, you never get bored get of the bored. third movie. You know, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it's already though at the very beginning. You, for me, I was already cringing. He has that monologue where he goes, "That's me." People love me. I'm Spider Man. I, I've got a yeah. great life. You know, I've, it, it's, it, for some reason, he's just so cringy in this. He's just, uh, yeah, I can't, Toby I can't kinda, watch. I, I feel like mo most of the actors uh, kind of phone it in, in in this one. Uh, yeah. Other than, you can, you can uh, see it. yeah. The actor for Sandman, I thought Sandman was, was good overall. I think he's probably like one of the only good things about this. That's what I was going to say. Sandman's was, good. Yeah. When I was watching that, when I was watching this, I, the only, I was like, damn, you feel sentimental for this character. You know, he's, he's uh, Thomas Hayden Church who played him. You know, he tried to compare his role and uh, portray a similar role to uh, Frankenstein or um, King Kong, you know, a person that doesn't want to hurt anyone, but is forced into this. Uh, lifestyle, just you know, he, he wants to protect his daughter and get money for his daughter, and you, you're, you know, you feel for him. That's great. And there's yeah, even transformation a scene. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. It's, it's it still looks great. Still looks amazing. It does. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll talk great. about that in a minute. But sure. before before we do that, we can talk about uh, Spider-Man to begin with in this film and Peter Parker's character. And the one thing about this is just he is a, he's so oblivious and he is an idiot. He is just, he is an idiot. He, he's a he's a jerk to Mary Jane when he's yeah. just like saying you know Spider Man you know the press they're always on me you know I get that yeah. feeling too Mary Jane. He's like he kisses Gwen right in front of her. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. basically he pretty much cheated on her like right there yeah. then and there like oh man it, it was terrible and then yeah. He, yeah he's flirting with these other girls and. He's with with uh, Gwen Stacy, and he's yeah. also yeah. He's he just doesn't understand. And then he's also another thing I didn't like about this is he didn't even get into shape, Tobey Maguire, for this film. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he, he's still he's kind of you see it like before before I knew about that I, I didn't really notice anything about yeah. that. But but you you kind of like after you find out about it, you kind of kind of see it. You kind of see it. Yeah, I, I know. I knew. I I I looked. 
you look at him and there's not a single shot like in the first one in the second yeah, you don't one, see him like shirtless right? yeah there's there's yeah. a there's a shirt there's all shirtless scenes you know where he's showing yeah. off the new spider-man bod in the first one yeah. too but in this one you know they only show up to here i noticed yeah. I was like, all right yeah they're not trying to show his uh beer belly or whatever yeah. whatever's going on down there um but yeah in this film it's they're trying to they had too many villains that's the thing you know it was jam-packed with uh too many different storylines yeah. going on you have yeah. sandman you have uh venom and you also and have harry. Uh, yeah harry and then you have you also have the idea of spider-man against himself you know he's dealing yeah. with his own uh version uh or personality dealing with uh the, the symbiote you know, symbiote spider-man yeah yeah um yeah, there are too and, many storylines for a two-hour movie. Yeah, you know, there, there's it, too it, much going on. There's too there much. There is a lot going on, and also he's dealing with Mary Jane at the same yeah. time, and then also Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy is she yeah, irrelevant. She's, she's yeah, she's, she's useless. She's, she's useless. useless to the plot. She's yeah. so irrelevant to the. She plot. does nothing. She she's in like three scenes at most, and she, those scenes. Yeah, it was in the office building in the beginning. Great action scene, by the way. Uh, the yeah. office scene at the beginning, then it's the um, celebration for Spider-Man, then it's the bar scene, which is a very interesting scene. It's a very interesting <laughs> scene. Oh, but, we can uh, talk about yeah. that soon, yeah. Yeah, it, it, and that's the thing about this. Yeah, there's a lot, there's too much to talk about, honestly. Like, there's, yeah. there's so much about this film that is just crazy and ridiculous. And I feel bad for Sam Raimi because I think what he had to deal with is the studio just on yeah, they, back, you know, they're like more villains than them. Yeah, yeah, that was another thing. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, they had um, he needed, yeah, they, they were on his back. Yeah, yeah originally he wanted a uh, vulture and Sandman only, and yeah, Harry, obviously, but yeah. uh, but then the studio's like, no, you got everyone loves Venom, you know, the fans want Venom, you got to do Venom, so you know, and then the look how it turned out, so yeah, <sighs> yeah, man, it, it, it's yeah, it, it, I wouldn't say it like it did not come close to ruining the trilogy that's oh yeah sure. it didn't it didn't do that but it still is it still is pretty it's pretty goofy it's pretty but i can i can you know even even with the venom we got you know i can sort of see what he was trying to do he, he's like the polar opposite of peter right it's peter mm -hmm. if uncle ben never died basically you know he's this uh, asshole guy you know uh you know he's flirting with all these girls you know that's sort of peter in this movie anyway but but still uh he, he's like the other side of the coin basically you know it's like two sides of the same coin you got spider-man you got eddie um, yeah but but still it's just it's just he's not developed enough you know he's so he's so he's so one note you know some you know spider-man you know is rude to him and and you know he you know he was a little asshole he's he was a big asshole to him right yeah but but after that the first thing he does is go to church and beg god <laughs> to kill him it's like Maybe that's a little too far. You know, you did lose your job. Maybe you did steal your girl. But maybe <laughs> wishing for his death is, is a little too far, you know? And look where it got him. It just yeah. got him into Venom yeah. and dead at the and end. And then he pulls him out. He pull, he saves him. But then he still jumps back in and dies. Oh, it's man. like, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? It makes sense, though, because he's obviously being an idiot. But in the movie, he's an idiot, too. He's he's all, yeah. he's even more of a loser than Peter Parker is in the first one. He's like got, like, the frosted tips. He's yeah. uh, Topher Grace is, like, he's not that, like, whereas, like, um Eddie Brock in the comics, he's this jack. Oh, he's, dude. he's a huge guy, huge, man. Scary yeah. dude. Whereas in this, he's just, like, 
he's pathetic and wimpy. He yeah, originally, like, uh, Eddie was going to be in Spiral 1. They, they actually filmed the scene. Oh, uh, yeah. That where where he was. In, and, and, and yeah, I, I only saw, like, one picture a while back. But the, the guy they actually got for Eddie for the first movie, he was actually like, a pretty big guy. Yeah, you know, he was actually pretty need. jacked. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, even, you know, it, it goes back to the parallel between Peter and uh, Eddie, right? You know, it, Peter is also kind of a lanky guy. So, yeah. so, you know, I kind of understand having Venom be this, you know, be the skinny sort of uh, evil Spider-Man. But mm -hmm. still, I, I still don't think it works. You know, with the new Venom movie that came out, uh, having him this as this huge guy, I think, was the right way to go with that. There um, you go. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, they did it. Very, a very good job of Venom. But yeah, so this film, again, is you've got like the whole, he's dating, he's dating Mary Jane at this point. He's got a decent relationship. It just goes downhill, like yeah. basically from the beginning. Uh, Harry's also got amnesia, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's really it's, it doesn't even make sense. And he's like an idiot in that too. He's just like, uh, I know that face. And then he's like, <laughs> it's like, you have a scene where, uh, uh, <laughs> when Peter has a symbiote, he goes to confront Harry at his uh, penthouse, and he's like, "Oh, she tasted so delicious. She tasted like strawberries." Oh, and then yeah. there's the there's the fight scene. You know, one thing I gotta say, I, I love the uh, "Look at little Goblin Junior, gonna cry." That's a, <laughs> that's a great line. And it, and then when he throws the pumpkin bomb at, at Peter, he just he just he just sends it right back at him. It's like <laughs> he, does, he doesn't give a shit at all at that point. He's like, oh, it's like, go fuck yourself, Harry. <laughs> yeah i know but he doesn't it, know if he's gonna survive that or anything he just doesn't he just I, sends he doesn't to, because in the first one you have the pumpkin bomb that turns people into skeletons pretty ridiculous uh and <laughs> and, and uh and and he just you know so so he really doesn't know what's gonna happen when he throws that at Harry. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny oh man yeah it, yeah i guess we can talk about yeah like okay so my idea of what, like, uh, the symbiote Peter Parker, symbiote Spider-Man would be is just this angry, super aggressive, and just hostile. And, and instead of being all this emo, you know, he is very, he's, uh, in addition to it, he's aggressive. He wants to kill um, Flint Marco, Sandman, yeah. in the film. But that's... Well, he hits Mary Jane in the yeah. bar scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he hits Mary Jane, which is terrible, too. And he, that's the... But... You know, I think his character shouldn't have been all wearing black. He, he's literally got, like, eyeliner on, too. He's, yeah. he's wearing eyeliner. I'm pretty sure he's dyed his hair black. Like, in any of the scenes, his hair is darker than it usually yeah. is. And, <laughs> oh, man, there there's some goofy scenes in there. Like the that. infamous uh, dancing scene uh, where oh, he's, man. you know, dancing and then the street. Uh, that was originally supposed to happen right after he killed Sandman. So you see Sandman, you know, melt <laughs> off. And then and he's like, good riddance. And then it cuts oh, to yeah. him. And then it cuts to him dancing. And I feel like that would have worked. I feel like that, you know, the parallel between him uh, being this angry, uh, you know, uh, vicious monster who just killed this man or he believes he's killed this man. And then right after he's dancing, uh, he's flirting with these <laughs> girls, you know. I, I, I think that would have been that, that would have been pretty good. But you know but on its own, it's just I think it's actually pretty good though in this one too because what it, it, it the scene before it is him walking away from Harry right. after he throws the right. ball. Yeah, at it's, it's the same so, sort of yeah. And it's, then and then he and then he goes off walking and then he starts walking in the streets, you know, pointing at girls like making them yeah. all like blush and like go crazy. Yeah. 
and he's just uh, and then the dance scene is just like I don't yeah. know what's he doing like uh, he's such a he's, he's a goof in this movie he's just like <laughs> yeah he's a, he's a big idiot yeah in this, in this <laughs> film, man. yeah and luckily he realizes his uh you know his consequences and oh, yeah. done and so he decides to destroy it uh you know the symbiote yeah, rip, it off, yeah. rip it off and it's it's pretty it's pretty that that's a good scene i, I enjoyed oh, yeah. that scene the too, effects were great yeah yeah. Well. yeah i noticed that too the, the effects look a lot better yeah um you know than say like um the green goblin did in like the original oh, yeah. one yeah uh they, they venom yeah his, his symbiote looks good too i, I thought that was pretty neat yeah. um yeah, what was that? What was I gonna say? Yeah, it, it's a lot of yeah. There are a lot of goofy scenes that you can yeah. that are in the film, but there are also some you know a lot of great action sequences, oh, yeah. and also that great scene uh, in the sand with uh, yeah where after the transformation. Friends, happens, yeah, he starts and, to form. Yeah, and that, so that's good. beautiful. It, it is yeah. beautiful, and you know, seeing him be able to. Uh, or seeing him try and uh, grab his grab, but he can't. It goes chain. Right his hand. Yeah, yeah, and so you see that happen, and and you're you, that's what creates the sentimental or sentimentality yeah. for his character, and um, makes it more emotional, and you can understand why he wants to get the money and how, why how he's going to try and help his daughter, yeah. um, like that. Yeah, again, there are some cringy scenes though too, even with Spider-Man, oh, yeah. just as uh just as like without the symbiote where he's like where he, <laughs> I, I i cringe pretty hard at the one scene where he's like uh jumping up and down like you know watching all the people uh coming to the where he's getting the acceptance for the key to the city and right, he's just right. like he's like looking at everyone and he's just like ha, 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 they know? love me yeah, they love me <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. man oh that's ridiculous it's it's so oh yeah and you, you can just tell they're kind of they're kind of done. I think yeah. you know, Sam Ra Raimi wasn't a fan of this too, and he was oh, yeah. he oh, was yeah. pretty upset with uh, the outcome. Yeah, you wanted to that. redeem himself with a fourth movie. Uh, that's but, what I heard. Yeah, yeah, it's it sucks that that didn't happen. It's, it's a shame, man. Yeah, but I think I, I think it truly could have been really great having uh, having an actual send off that isn't you know the the this, the big mess that is the third movie, right? Yeah, so it's sad. Especially knowing that it was replaced by *Amazing Spider-Man*, you know, it's yeah. just like it's—it's it's not even the that the thing it was replaced with was was good, yeah. Or was you know, I, personally, I don't think it's it's that bad of a movie. It's it's, it's okay, but um, it, it's it's just a rehash of the first one, the yeah. first Sam Raimi film. So exactly, yeah. Another thing about um, I think we should talk about the final fight scene because that's what another redeemable part of the film too. Oh yeah, is. The final fight scene it, it's very very action-packed you know it, you got the whole city watching and you know yeah. spider-man's back they're all happy you know they're not worried about the um symbiote spider-man um yeah. coming into play and then but now they got have to deal with venom and uh sandman the, the big duo and but topher grace's portrayal is all weird he's like he's got the line he's like I think my spider senses are tingling. If you know, you what, know what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting performance, you know. And actually, oh, man, I don't know why they added that in because you know who is, or, uh, thought that line was a good idea was Topher Grace. He came up with the line. He's just oh, like, oh, okay. Hmm, I'll, I'll think about that, you know. I'll, nice. I'll just, yeah. 
Oh man. And also the just the one thing I, I didn't understand is like they got um yeah, they got like an entire like city, like a giant crowd watching over as like this like there's like a sandman like right there yeah. in front of them. And also they got like 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 a fight between superheroes and supervillains yeah. going down and <laughs> oh man it's it's crazy but other the than scene, that um yeah the scene at the end with uh peter and sandman where he forgives them is really good as well yeah and yeah. also i i love the like the duo between um the new goblin and spider-man and, and peter, that's yeah, great that that's great, great. where they're so on good. the on the glider yeah. and uh, also the so sacrifice cool. for area was also well done i, I would say yeah yeah, that was an emotional part for me too. I was yeah. I felt bad for um, you know, Harry finally redeems himself because he's deemed, you know, his father, you know, supposedly hated him kind of or yeah. he didn't or he didn't hate him but like more just like was disappointed in him. Yeah. And like and he redeemed himself that way. Yeah, after he finally redeemed himself, you know, he died the same way his dad did, you know, getting pierced yeah. by the glider. Yo, Damn, I didn't man. even realize that. Yeah. yeah. I forgot I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's crazy. And but yeah, I, I wrote down just like Sandman is a big character because yeah, that, that final scene, you know, where he's, you know, he, you, know you realize he didn't kill him uh, yeah. on purpose and he didn't yeah. want to hurt him. And that was the original cause of him kind of getting that ang Harry or uh, Peter getting that anger and wanting to turn into uh, the, or becoming the new um, Spider-Man the, the, in his symbiote form and yeah. finally he realizes you know he didn't he forgives him and that's great yeah. it, that it was, was a great that. scene and that was finally what made it so uh, that, that's another thing that makes this film redeemable too is that that final scene when you see them you know Mary Jane and uh, Peter and Harry just finally yeah, together that and that's great well. yeah um, but the th <laughs> Mary Jane is also just a dud in this movie. She's nothing. Yeah. She's so yeah, relevant. Yeah, she's she's bad. Yeah, screw her in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, totally. But I think that pretty much sums it up. If you have anything yeah. else to add for uh, no, I think that's movie. it. Yeah. So now it's time for segment top three things where we will be discussing and ranking uh, the three Spider-Man films. Um, but yeah, I actually, you know what? If, if you can incorporate the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, you can incorporate the Amazing Spider-Man uh, movies and Spider-Man: Homecoming and Far From Home if you want into this too, because those are pretty relevant to this. And yeah. um, you know, if you want to change your list that way and add, add one of those films, because they are—they're also a part of this franchise too, and they're pretty important. But yeah, um, to discuss. And, but if you want to go first, you can, uh, if you want to go first with your list of what, sure. if you're ranking, but yeah, you go ahead. Sure. Uh, so last place would have to be the Immune Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, then it would be um, Spider-Man 3. Then I'd say Far From Home, Homecoming, Spider-Man, wait, I forgot, did I say Immune Spider-Man 1? Uh, no. Okay. Let's restart. Tasm uh, 2, uh, Spider-Man 3. Um, Far From Home, Home, uh, Tasm 1, Homecoming, um, Spider-Man 1, and Spider-Man 2. I think that's, that that's a good list. Fun. That's a good list. Um, all right, so I'll go Spider-Man 3 is at the last one. Uh, <laughs> actually, mm, that might be debatable. I'll, I'm actually going to change that because Spider-Man 3 does have a lot of redeeming qualities. So yeah. I will go. 
The Amazing Spider-Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 3, Far From Home, uh, Spider-Man 1, Homecoming, and then Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is... Yeah, that's, that's I, great. We got, we got it right there. It, it's perfect. It, it's a great yeah. story. It's so, you know, you have that redeeming quality of Spider-Man. He finally gets his powers back, and that's yeah. what's so great. It's it, that's People can relate to this character, and that's what makes it the best. Yeah. And then for my number two, it was Spider-Man Far From Home. Again, it, I enjoy this film a, a lot. You know, it's, it, again, it's a lot of fun. You got yeah, that mentor. Yeah, and um, the illusion yeah. scene, the big yeah. illusion scene. That's that's trippy. So yeah, good. I so know what you mean. Yeah, but um, and then also I, I also like Spider Man one too. That's another fun. It, it's a great introduction to that character. Spider Man does a Sam Raimi does a great job. He did a great job with this franchise. Yeah, uh, excluding you know Spider Man three, which was pretty yeah. much which run wasn't by even, the producers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't blame him, you know. Yeah. You can't blame him for that one. You feel I I feel emotional, or I feel bad for him because you yeah. know he could have had he was there was all plans to have a fourth, fifth, and sixth Spider Man in that franchise with Tobey Maguire, and I would have loved to see that. I would have yeah. loved no matter what, yeah. Right. But um, but yeah, I think that um, pretty much sums it up. You you go ahead with the uh, your uh, last um, two. Uh, sure. I mean, it was um, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, and Homecoming for yeah. me. Um, yeah, you know, Homecoming is great. You know, Vulture is amazing in that movie, you know. Uh, great Michael uh, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton's great. Spider-Man 1, Green Goblin, amazing villain. Um, you know, everything with Peter and Uncle Ben, you know, Aunt mm -hmm. May, everyone there is great. And, uh, of course, Spider-Man 2. I, I can't find any flaws, really. Uh, it's just so good. It's it's, it's amazing. So, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, totally. All right. I think that pretty much sums it up for uh, the show today. Thank you so much, Arshak, for uh, no problem. On the it was show. My pleasure. And uh, it was great. everyone, every viewer here should subscribe to Given Productions on YouTube to see more amazing content from yours truly. All so a right. uh, little ad there for my channel. There you hear. Yeah, there you have there you it, go. guys. Yeah. Sounds good. Go subscribe to uh, Gaben Productions. Uh, great content on there. Definitely. Thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you guys want to keep listening, you can subscribe on uh, YouTube. I have a YouTube account. Uh, also, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music. You can leave me five-star review on our uh, Apple podcast and um, leave a review. Uh, my email uh, is... Uh, I. Um, there will be movie reviews at gmail.com and you can email me there. Also, um, yeah, you can subscribe or uh, follow me on Instagram at the same name. There will be movie reviews for uh, updates on upcoming podcasts. And uh, yeah, so that I think pretty much uh, sums it up. End uh, of a great trilogy and yeah. a great podcast. But yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Arshak. No problem, man. See you soon. See you, see you soon.